Speak your mind. Speak your mind. The David Webb Show, 866-957-2874. Joining me now, former Ohio Secretary of State and current board member at the Public Interest Legal Foundation, Uh, The DOJ filed lawsuit in federal district court on June 24th, their argument that the state's newly enacted Election Integrity Act of 2021 violates Section 2 of the Voting Rights Act, which prohibits racial discrimination. Jay Christian Adams, a regular uh, on this show and president of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, issued a statement, and it reads as follows. This lawsuit by the DOJ is not only an abuse of power, but also an attempt to turn the Voting Rights Act into a one-way partisan ratchet. The Department of Justice cannot take power from the people of Georgia to run their own elections. The Foundation's experience in Voting Rights Act cases and election integrity and transparency issues will allow us to help Georgia defend its legislation and with that, I'll turn to board member Ken Blackwell. Ken, welcome back to the show. David, good to be with you. You know, this strikes me as hypocritical as well by the Department of Justice, Ken. Uh, the, expanse, the expansion of voting access in Georgia is a key tenant of this legislation, beyond even other states that were used as examples in the public narrative. So how will public interest help Georgia fight this law, fight this lawsuit, rather? Well, look, the officials in Georgia have advanced voting rights reform that make it easier to vote but harder to cheat. Uh, That was an objective going into this. Let's, Let's sort of peel back the hypocrisy here. Uh, from a Justice Department that has been weaponized by the Biden administration. Uh, There is a a frontal attack on voter photo ID. David, I am almost a three million miler with Delta. If I attempted to get on an airplane, a Delta airplane, by showing my utility bill, they would have me arrested. There's no way I would get on that plane. If, in fact, as a shareholder of the Cincinnati Reds, I left you two tickets for a Cincinnati Reds game at the will call window, you could not show them your utility bill. You have to show a photo ID. Georgia has made it clear that they want to tighten their verification system by making sure that people are who they claim to be by enacting a common-sense photo voter ID that can be made free of charge to all voters. Black voters of Georgia have the common sense, have the will to get that photo ID to make sure that their votes are, in fact, registered, and anybody who is trying to fraudulently cast a ballot would get caught and that's in our in, in their interest to make sure their legal ballot is not contradicted or negated by an illegal ballot the Georgia reforms are are, are a- 
actually not as restrictive as Biden's state of Delaware. And so this hypocrisy won't stand in the Public Interest Legal Foundation, along with uh, the private counsel that is representing uh, the, uh, the state of Georgia, the state of Georgia officials. We're locked arms. And we, in fact, as you and I have always talked about, we like to quote the great abolitionist Frederick Douglass, who said, those who are whooped easiest are whooped most often, and we're not going to be whooped on this, David. Yeah. And, you know, when you look at this, uh, there's a soft bigotry or I, I, beyond soft bigotry, there's a hard bigotry against blacks by this DOJ and the Biden administration to say that as black people writ large in America, uh, you're not capable of getting an idea. You know, there's another part of this that comes to mind, Ken, as I listen to you. Across America, not just in Georgia, if you are in an indigent situation or somehow otherwise compromised, even medically, states will find a way to get you identification. In some states, I'll use Pennsylvania as an example, where public interest had an important win on voter uh, roll cleanup. They will actually deliver it to you at your residence. So states have done the job for years, decades, in fact, uh, since voting in civil rights to advance the ability to get an ID. But here we have a statement by Merrick Garland that in part says, this lawsuit is the first step of many were taken to ensure that all eligible voters can cast a vote, that all lawful votes are counted, and that every voter has access to accurate information. So I've got to ask the question, because there's only two options I see here. Either Merrick Garland didn't read the case, or Merrick Garland is lying to the American people. Which one is it? It is, it is the latter. Without, without question. Uh, this is, again, uh, part of the Biden administration's uh, playbook that is just, just filled with uh, the, the philosophy uh, and the action items of a socialist or Marxist uh, uh, movement. It just just think just think about what they have done in conjunction with trying to federalize our election system. They have, as you and I have talked about on a number of occasions, they have dismantled uh, the apparatus and policies that gave us energy independence. What has that meant and what will it mean? It will be escalating energy costs to heat and cool your homes, uh, impacting folks of lower income even more. You know, they are, they're advancing state-sponsored racism, uh, you know, with this so-called critical race theory. I mean, it, we, we, can go, we can go on. You know, they, they not only are creating, trying to create a nation without borders, what they want with this election nonsense that they are advancing, you know, are voters without borders. And, and so, David, we, 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 have to, we have to push back. We have to understand that these things are not disjointed. They are, they are held together by a philosophical thread and a game plan. And that is based on the, 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 the theory advanced by the New York Times 1619 uh, project is that we have to flatten they want to flatten our constitutional republic uh, and rebuild it 
I guess, in the image of, of, of Mao and Lenin. You know, there's a case that had a recent decision. You know it, Burnovich versus uh, DNC. And Mark Burnovich, the Arizona Attorney General, argued successfully, we've got a decision there. Is that a signal? Uh, hopefully, and while no one can accurately predict the court at times, the Supreme Court, but is that a signal that we have a Supreme Court that will stand with the Constitution, the rights of the states, especially the lower house who under the U.S. Constitution should govern elections versus these types of attempts by the Biden administration and their attorney general? Absolutely. It's, it's, a, it's a good sign. And the other thing that we have to do to make sure uh, that we stop this is that we have to engage in the 2022 e- e- elections. Uh, they have, again, not only weaponized the Justice Department, uh, they are now running a political strategy uh, that's, that's geared towards mobilizing and expanding their, their, their base. But they are going to fall flat on their faces because their game plan actually impacts negatively uh, that portion of their base that they want to energize. But black folks are not stupid. The crime wave that are visiting our cities, whether Chicago, Detroit, you know, you name it, L.A., is impacting those folks who live in lower-income communities the hardest. It's spreading out to the suburbs, but the, the reality is this, David, that this crime wave is running capital out of our cities. Capital is a coward. It flees violence and disruption. Uh, and what is happening with this crime wave, our cities are getting poorer and poorer. What we must do is send a signal back. We will not let the Biden administration make us subjects. We are free-willed individual citizens that working together, we will stop this nonsense. And we can start it in 2022 in those elections. We can start it in this November in school board elections. Uh, we, we have the human agency to change the conditions that the Biden administration has, has, has levied upon us. Exit question for you, Ken, and as always, I appreciate you coming on. Uh, What can the people of Georgia, since this case is in their state and against their state and their laws passed by their legislature as elected, what can they do uh, to advance this and help keep this going with Public Interest Legal Foundation? What they can do. Uh, quite naturally, they can go to our website, and anybody that wants to make a contribution uh, to fuel our fight, they can do that. But we just we we actually encourage everybody to be engaged. You know, the the human condition is not a spectator sport. Do not sit on the sideline. Follow the signals that being that's being marked out by 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 David and others, myself, and let's make sure that we are fully engaged, and my dad used to have a saying, do what you can with what you have where you are. Don't sit on the sidelines or sit on your hands. 
Excellent advice, Ken. Excellent advice from your dad to this audience. Always a pleasure, my friend. Keep up the fight. Uh, Public interest uh, has put some wins under its belt recently, and we need to have more. Thank you, brother. All the best. Former Ohio Secretary of State and board member of the Public Interest Legal Foundation, Ken Blackwell. The website, publicinterestlegal.org, 866-95-PATRIOT.